Welcome back, friends and fellow adventurers. And to all of our United States listeners, happy 4th of July. This week, we are releasing the 37th campaign episode of Cocked, a Real Play RPG podcast. Thank you so very much for finding some time in your busy lives to spend with our crew. We know how difficult it is to carve out time and really appreciate your support and fellowship on this endeavor we have all embarked on. Now, recapping the last few episodes. The party has recently found their way into what appears to be a hidden and pretty secure prison. The party has freed a goblin named Puck, who claims to have been wrongly imprisoned, outwitted the construct they dubbed the Warden, and are working on freeing a young emerald dragon. At the end of last episode, the party took a long rest and attuned to their newly acquired magic items. During the long rest, the players also leveled up and are now level 5. We resume with the party at the end of their long rest, getting ready to start their day. Agar wakes up and he's wearing his new armor <clears throat> with the fungus on it that he doesn't know is cursed. And as he kind of gets up, he kind of feels as though it's like it's hard to kind of sit up. And when he sits up, he can see that, you know, laying on the ground, like the armor has <laughs> even kind of like, you know, grown onto the ground a little bit. It's like this, you know, active living thing. There's like a little bit of like moss and stuff around him. And then he sits up and he goes to kind of, he feels a little different this morning. So he wants to sit, spend some time meditating. Katie wakes up and meditates as usual. Um, did I attuned to my great axe, sir? Yes. You guys, attune, you guys all attuned to any of the magic items you wish to attune to during that long rest. Real quick. Just real quick. If it goes longer, it's not going to count. If I attuned to that. Too long. I don't... You don't somehow attune to other objects on you... Like without knowing, correct? <laughs> you have to focus on. That. Yeah, you okay. have to focus on the That's individual object. It's just, not like I wanted to make sure there was no loopholes. No, but that would be a good loophole for a demon just to like sticks so, like a cursed item on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Bro- say a word. Oh, Brock is also making new stuff too, since he got like new spells and stuff. So he's, okay. he has like new brightish red like elixirs and whatnot. He has the experimental elixir. It's the resilience. The resilience one's like the darker gray one on his um, alchemist belt and he has two vials of acid on his alchemist belt as well. Okay, I do. I think last time we described the belt, we mentioned that it had two slots, but after looking at it, I know you and I had a conversation. We actually modified the item to where it would four. have four. Okay. Yep. Just for everybody listening at home. I don't know how what how much detail we went last time too about what our new items are. So Agard has the new yeah, we didn't, we didn't go into like the names and that because you guys hadn't identified it yet, but mm. um, I think whenever this episode releases, we could definitely uh, release some screenshots of the items yeah. and what they do. Um, so if you check out our Instagram, you will be able to see some of the items we used. Um, thank you, Griffin Saddlebag, for some of the items, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, Cobalt Press for using some of the monsters that they have in there. So Agard's going to, after he's done meditating, he's going to take some of the rations he has and have a little bit to eat. Um, and then he wants to start putting things into the bag of holding, into Brock's bag of holding. Okay. Yeah, Brock is just plinking around with vials. So are you going to do anything if, if Brock you know, grabs your bag to start putting stuff in? Oh, if Agard does? Yeah. I mean, he'll ask for... <laughs> oh, his bag's like on him, like on his side. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Rocco might use your bag to put some things uh, that we want to keep inside. What are you putting in? Well, we have this long sword. What is it? What does it do? Oh no, not the <laughs> nope, not the long sword. <laughs> That's the cursed one, right? But don't we want to keep it? Well, we have, we haven't decided yet. So, oh. sorry. Back to that. No, we have. You know, um, I have my old this old um, spear and dagger that I like to hold on to. Um, just not carry it with me. Mm. And then my old hide armor. Okay. Um. And then and then I think we need to put the stuff in the room too that we found that we're not actually using in there as well. Um. Right. I mean, I figured if we have old equipment that we don't want to use, we just drop it. Here. Sure. Don't I understand. This hide armor is, you know... Sentimental. A little bit. Okay. I appreciate that. And Brock will just let you just drop it in mm. um, along. Is the hide armor the knife in your glaive? It's or a spear. spear? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Brock, are you just walking around the room while you're doing this stuff? Um, oh, does the armory? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just walking around the small little room. Rocco probably would have, like, seen those two meditate. He would have, like, stepped out the room to, like, do all that since he knows he's probably going to be loud. Okay. So he would have, like, walked out the door and, like, kind of shut it behind him, like, like just kind of cracked the door. As you're walking out of the room, roll a perception check. Okay. <clears throat> 18. You do notice there are some loose pages that you had not picked up on before when you guys were walking around the room on your way out. Mm. It looks like there's a smaller like table near the entrance of it and there were some books and things like that stacked but there is a, a, a specific page that catches your eye that looked like it had like a vial and different ingredients kind of drawn on it. So. Okay. Um, Rocco will like look at them just like thumb through them real quick and then just um, just put them He'll probably, like, roll them up just like a scroll or okay. whatever, and then just um, put them in his bag of holding. Okay. So you said they're how many pages? Uh, it, it's two pages total, but it looks like it all goes together. Okay. And these aren't magical. They're just nope. pages. Okay. They just have sketches and drawings on them, but what really stuck out to Braca is they had, like, uh, a vial drawn on it and different ingredients, and then it was written in... Um, it was written in Draconic okay. as far as what it was. Right. So you realize you could read the ingredient list and that stuff, and you just kind of rolled it up in a scroll to read later and put it in your bag of holding? Okay, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then, yeah, after that, he'll just um, just go outside of the room and just crack the door behind him and then do the stuff with his magic, or um, not magic, uh, just potions. Yeah, create the different potions yeah. and that that you <clears throat> The um, elixir of resilience, correct? Yeah. So I'm going to say that everything that we want to take with us that someone isn't already carrying, we've put in the bag of holding. Then, yep. As Except long as for the <coughs> cursed, or not yeah. the cursed, but the, the the bag has plenty of room. The red yeah. sword. <coughs> yeah. The smoky demon. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get into specifics about the size of the bag. That's. Uh, I looked it up. So I think it said 64 cubic feet is like an item like four feet across. It, yeah. It's like 500 pounds worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not going to track that yeah. because that's, I mean, that's like Diablo 2 inventory style yeah. tracking, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, after Katie's done meditating, she would go see Julian. 
Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna go check on Puck since I forgot. <laughs> he was, I forgot he was sleeping with the dragon. Rocky okay. wants to get there first. Right. So, so Rocco will get there first because Katie was meditating. Um, so once you got your elixir ready, you approach the the cell, and you can see. Um, you guys left the immovable rod there, holding it open, right? Yeah. Nobody took it. Yes. Okay. So as you get there, you can you get close, and you can hear like a. And as you approach, you can see Puck has put his arm around the immovable rod and is leaning on the gate behind him and kind of like in an awkward position, sleeping against the gate and the <coughs> rod. As you're approaching... Oh, so it's good arm? His only arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> so as you approach, he is still sleeping. <clears throat> yeah, he's out cold. And you see, as you get close, Julian kind of opens one eye and just kind of looks towards you and just kind of picks her head up and looks in your direction. Okay. Um, Rock, uh, completely disregarding the dra- uh, dragon, is just going to kind of, like, kick. Um, or not kick, but, like, nudge um boy well, well, yeah, no like kick pretty much such yeah. a bully um um puck like his foot yeah just to yeah. wake him up just yeah just to wake him up that makes sense so you you just kind of <clears throat> yeah no oh <clears throat> um hi hi Braca. um believe you're going to be heading out <clears throat> soon so oh okay do you have a plan against the Black Moon? Um, now that I have my stuff, I I do. I, I have a plan. We need to get to a certain cavern, and um, I believe that I can show my strength and my might, and the people who were with me will see that Puck can't be held down, and he will continue to come back and will not take no for an answer, and I do think that we can start a revolution. Rocco looking visibly confused, um, kind of, like, looking, like, like, tilting his head a little bit and, like, looking, like, upwards a little bit. Um, just show your might, and that's it. No actual plan of attack. Just hoping that the people that were with you are going to join you again. I thought, I thought you said they were all dead. Oh, no. He will stand. He says, all the people that were my closest guard are dead. Yes, but not. We had hundreds of followers that were ready to overthrow. But when the hags came and took all of us out, they took about 10 of us out in no time. And most people backed away thinking the hags were too powerful and pretended like they weren't part of it. Hmm. Which honestly was probably for the better because she probably could have killed everybody there. So if the worst, if worst come like came to worst, and if this hag or hags randomly decided to show up when you were planning your uprising, what then? I mean, she caught me by surprise the first time, so if I'm already ready for it, she won't be able to get the upper hand again. So you don't really have a plan. Oh, I have a plan. What is the plan then, besides just showing her might? That's all that we're going to need to do. Okay. 
Um, okay, well, good luck with that. Um, how, how do you plan to get out of here? You have the keys. We are underground. We do have the keys. Is there, like, another door somewhere that you know of? Nope. When they open that door... This door, and he's going to point towards the stone slab that door. that's shut. Yes. Okay. When you open that door, all I know is a bright light appeared on the other side. Fire. That's what it is. Nope. Nope. It was not yellow. It was like a bluish color. Okay. They left... The door closed behind them, and they're not back. I'm assuming the hag did not die walking through that door. Could be wrong. But I don't know why they would go through that door if they were just going to die. Sorry, question. Did we get the the hag's name? You have not. Yeah, we, okay, didn't. we didn't. Know. We know what she looks like. You know what she looks like, yes. Okay. Um... We, we know what one hag looks like, right? Okay. Right. Um, so, okay. Hang on. Let me try and do something. Can we cut over to Agar real quick? Or are you doing, like, something right now? I mean, I'll, I'll do it when... Okay. Agar is going to check an old short. Okay. As you're, as you're approaching short, Katie is on her way to the cell where Julianne is. So, Katie, you're going to be within earshot of what goes on with short. Okay. Katie, did I forget? Did you meet Short yesterday? Um, no, I don't think so. Short, this is Katie. Katie, this is Short. Hmm. And Katie's just standing there staring. <laughs> good morning, Short. <clears throat> hmm. Good morning. Did uh, how do they feed you here? I, I have not seen anyone that feeds the prisoners. Do you? Require food he, or he's gonna turn and look in the back corner and you can see what looks like almost this like hole in the ceiling in the back corner of the cells. Mm-hmm. And as you look over you can see specifically in short cell, there is just this pile of rotten food. Mm. And he kind of looks at you and he's like Mortal food does not sustain me. Mm. That's not what I need. Hmm, I have a good berry left from yesterday. It's not considered mortal food. No, I'm good. Okay. Katie, are you headed to see Julian? Um, yes. Yeah, I'm... Yes. Hmm. Okay, I'll I'll go with you. That's the, the, the baby that they brought in here, right? Katie walks away. Yeah, I say, Agar <laughs> kind of gently puts a hand on her shoulder to kind of like... <laughs> Knowing that this is probably not very comfortable. And Anytime you want to have a conversation, come back. I'll, I'll be back short. Hmm. I'll be back shortly. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> nice. I like it. Agard, uh, you, um, you, you talked to him? He talked to me first. Apparently the red misty sword in the Armory is his. He told me so in my mind when I picked it up. So, oh, he's, I think he has been here a long time. I don't want to save him. Oh, we, we don't have we don't we don't plan to. But okay, I just you know, 
I'm usually, I feel like I'm pretty good at telling characters and Mm -hmm. just something about that one, doesn't it? Oh, he is evil. Okay. Yes, he is very evil. Okay. I've, as we're walking obviously away, and this is in hushed tones with, you know, as as we get to a certain point away Mm -hmm. from the cell, um, I've thought about killing him in his cell, but we'll we'll see what happens. I don't even know how that would happen. How could you even do that? Mm, we could try. Okay. Well, let's see how Julian's doing. Yes, let's um, let's go because I have this axe now. I, I, it feels good. I feel it feels right. Mm, Hopefully, nice. that helps. You That's know? great. It's a beautiful axe. So you guys leave Chort, walk down um, probably about sixty to eighty feet, and get to Julian's cell. You guys can see. Brock and Puck are standing there having a conversation. As you approached, you would have heard the tail end of what Brock and Puck were just discussing. Um, You heard Puck basically say his plan is to show his might. And he is walking out of the cell at the moment. Good morning, Puck. Good morning. Good morning, Julian. Uh, Are either of you hungry? I'm good. Okay. Um... Julian, I, I think I'm going to try again with the axe to try and free you. She kind of nods, and you just hear in her head, thank you. What should I go for next? The wings? Are you saying it out loud? Yeah. You just hear it. Swing away from the body. The chains that are holding the wings down. Nowhere near. She would probably help you with the claws if she can move. And you just hear Puck in the middle of the hallway says it, and he turns around, and you hear him. You want to know my plan, Braca? And he reaches onto his chest, and you see him flip this pendant, and you can see it has different runes carved in it. And as he like puts his hand over one, all of a sudden, he goes from a small creature to a large creature in the middle of the hallway. And his sword transforms with him. So now he went from a small goblin to a a large goblin goblin standing in the middle of the prison cell. And he goes, or in the middle of the prison. And he looks at you and goes, again, Braca, I said I will show my might. And he turns and he, like, hits one of the uh, cells that is empty that has a key. And you can see as it actually, like, bends the bars inward. Mm. And then they reform themselves. Oh, thank God. Um, Puck, we we can definitely help you show your might, but can can you not do that again? I don't know what's all in here. Well, that's why I did an empty cell. Well, there's nothing in that one. You never know. You never know. You know. Can you can you do that multiple times a day, or is this the only time you can do it? Can do it quite a few times. Why? Good. Thought you were just trying to show off for no reason. Why would I show off for no reason if I couldn't do it again? That doesn't make sense. Okay, okay. Okay, let's let's tend to Julian. I'm gonna um Julian, I'm gonna try to aim for the chains. I can't Yeah, sorry guys, I can't fit in the cell now though. That's okay, Puck. You just you just, stay just, right just have there. a seat. I guess in the hallway. Puck, go talk to Chort at the end of the hall. Nope. I mean, we, we <laughs> talked to him this morning. He wants to talk to you. Oh, nope. my goodness. Something nope. about holding up his end of the bargain. Ooh. I'm actually going to go check on the the guardian thing and make sure that it's not out of the cell or it's still standing there. 
And he's gonna walk a little bit away, away from you guys towards the entrance. What would Katie like to do? Axe one of the chains. Okay, so make an attack roll. Okay. Or the watch. Oh my god. Why'd you say that? <laughs> I mean. God damn it. You have inspiration. Do I? I don't You didn't have use a coin. it last time. You didn't use it last time. I don't oh. have a coin. How much do I add to it? I, um, I have one. Well, just keep it. How much do I add to it? You, it's a, it basically turns your roll into advantage. Oh. You don't have it. That's it? Don't mm-hmm. botch twice. I don't know how many times... Say this, <laughs> but I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was your total? What was your highest total? Eight. Eight? So you swing. Oh. Yeah. We're gonna have to kill this dragon. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this. As, you, as you're swinging, you can. Um, <laughs> what can I do? As you're swinging, well, it's not a one. That's a that's what no, I can it's, it's not a one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was gonna be. Roll, <laughs> roll your damage for the axe and cut it in half. I'm not gonna say you missed it, but it's not gonna be as effective as it normally would. Yeah, because you're hitting chains. So. Yeah, you're hitting chains. So one would have been flesh. Well, no, <laughs> a, a one would have been a complete miss. And, do I add anything to it though? Because it's not. Um... Are you proficient with it? Because I think yeah. it's I think it's a strength mm-hmm. weapon, right? Not a deck. So you add your strength to it. No, I know, but it, you know how it has those cool additional thingies. Those don't count, right? Because it's just chains that I'm swinging at. Right. Yeah. I think you have to roll a nat twenty for those additional things. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. It was eight, so four. Four, okay. So they don't they don't break, but you do hit them, and you can see as they've started to kind of chip towards the when you swung rather than hitting the chain, you hit the anchor of okay. the chain in the ground. So that anchor started to crack. Yeah. But I would say you feel like if you hit the chain rather than the anchor, you feel mm-hmm. like you would do more damage. Well, let's see, shall we? Should I do another one? Yeah, I mean advantage can i have advantage i mean it's an inanimate object can she sneak attack the i don't have, <laughs> you have to be a rogue just trying to help that's a little better um 14 okay nice full damage on the chain um 13 so you hit the chain directly this time and one chain shatters so one of the chains that was going over in the X formation is now broken and it falls loose over the back. And you see as Julian kind of like shakes a little, she still can't quite get loose or free enough to get her um, claws over to you. How many more chains do I have? Just There's one just more? one more over the back and then her feet are bound together by two different chains. Her front feet and her back feet? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Okay. So they they tied her like her. 
hogtied. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of, just not. Kind of. It's with the same chain, but you can see the the feet and the hands are all stuck together, like with the, the, the fingers interlocking and the claws interlocking so that she can't burrow with either her front or back. So if you hit them, like, there's only one chain that if you hit the middle, it would loosen both of them. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Nice. 13 damage. Yeah. So that other chain shatters. Nice. Okay, so, got so both of them are free. Both chains off. Okay. So she will roll a little on her side and then extend both the front and back. Um, I don't know what to call them. Claws towards you. And you hear in your head, hit the middle. Oh, what? Brock um, is gonna like gesture you. Eleven. Eleven hits. The the middle. <laughs> yep. That it's an AC ten for the chain. So if you hit over a ten, you hit it. Um, eleven damage. Mm. Okay. Before we get to that and see what happens, what was Brock calling Agard over for? Yeah, he's gonna like gesture Agard down. Huh? Yeah. Well, I'm like, standing. I'm standing right there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Are you? Are you? Have you spoken to the to whatever its name is? Short? No, not that one. This one. The dragon? Mm. Yeah. We what? talked to we talked to her yesterday. What what did you learn? She's from the Fae. That she's been here for a very long time and it's probably gonna be somewhat of a chore to get her out, but knowing now that our new friend can grow to considerable size, it might not be as difficult a task as we thought. And at that point, as you finish that statement, you can hear the chink as Katie comes down with the axe and shatters the chain that was holding the front and rear paws together. And she starts to kind of maneuver, and you can hear the the chains kind of falling off. I trusted you with Alfred, but are you certain we can trust this one? As certain as I was with Alfred. Does Julian's um, talons look gives like you a little smirk. Any healing? Um, she looks rough, but I think it's something that really would over time would have to heal. Not anything that like cure wounds can see. Well, it's not right. any instant damage. Well, there's probably some like some abrasions. Like mm-hmm. that's the true. Finger. There are like some. Ab- so she's not missing any health, but there are like different abrasions and marks from where the chains were that you could probably slowly start to heal. I don't know what Katie wants to do, but Agard has his herbalism kit mm-hmm. to where it's not going to really heal her for hit points, but it's just to treat like surface, like mm-hmm. scratches and wounds. He has some things he can put on them to soothe any pain, if 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 that would be needed. Okay, but I don't know what Katie wants to do. So whatever Katie wants to. No, that's fine. Um, I, I would be Ju- Julian. Do you need anything on your? Um arms? Um, sure. I, I could use all the help I could get. I, I haven't. And she's very hesitant, but she slowly extends one of her um, claws. claws and her her paws forward and just kind of sets it down in front of you, but you can see like this this look of mistrust. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys aren't even going to have to roll an insight because it's pretty obvious. Um, you know, she was taken as a baby. She's been here for a while. She does not trust easily. 
and she's not sure why you're helping her, but she's trying to accept what help she can get because she doesn't feel like she has any other choice. Katie's just gonna hold her little—I guess it's not little. <laughs> I was say it's pretty big. Hold, hold her claw, and just be like, "It's it's gonna be okay." Um, Agar, do you have anything? Yes. That we can help. Mm-hmm. Certainly. With? And Agar reaches into his bag and pulls out his herbalism kit. He's already got a few small things prepared. Um, so he goes over to her and he puts his hand like on the side of her head. And, and, and says Julian, and he actually wants to say this in um, Sylvan. Okay. Yeah, I don't we don't know if she understands. I haven't done this yet. Or he hasn't mm-hmm. done this yet. So, um, Julian, this may sting a little, but it's to help just the surface wounds while we can. And then he's going to reach in and grab this kind of ointment that he has, the, the herbs and oils and stuff that he has, and just try to slowly start to put it on her, like and, more the more recent abrasions <clears throat> and stuff for her. You hear her kind of take that, you know, like that wince that mm-hmm. as it starts, and then she, you can look, and she closes her eyes and just breathes out, and you can see this like not steam, but just this puff of air coming out of her nostrils, mm-hmm. um, as she just kind of takes a deep breath, and and she <laughs> she kind of looks at you and she nods and she says, "Thank you." Um, <laughs> I I really appreciate the help. And in Sylvan she says Thank you for your kindness. And he just kind of pats the side of her head and um says just try not to move right now. You can you'll have room to stretch out and everything, but let's not get you on your feet just yet. How how messed up are your wings? They've been bound for a while, right? And you see as she kind of lifts her wings kind of from her back. And they lift up. And she kind of extends them out and then back to the side. And as she kind of brings them in, she's wincing. It's not something I'm used to. Um, Well, I assume you've never flown before since you've been here all your life. I I was learning to fly when they took me. I guess you're kind of like Alfred, then Alfred kind of doesn't know how to fly. So, if you find him, I mean, he could probably teach you better than any of us can. You keep mentioning Alfred. The, another who, dragon we know. You you know other dragons? Yeah, we know one other dragon. But like you... And she kind, of, she kind of starts backing away a little, like, towards herself. She's like, how did you... Do you possess the dragon, or is no, it... No, no. He is an ally. He can go wherever he, he wants. He actually found us. We're helping him find stones. Some stones that were stolen from his family. From the hag. Oh. Hags? More than one. I think so. A, a type of wavenium? Purple wavenium. Yeah, I think the, that's what they called it. Yeah. Purple... Things? Does that ring a bell? Well, with any rings a bell, that's, I mean, that's some of the stones that we dragons have been tasked with defending and protecting. Well, Alfred and his family guard purple with I don't know if you have... Purple. Um. I'm sorry, I've been, I've been trapped here 
for a long time. I'm not going. I, I'm not going I to know, expect you to know. I mean, like well, you said, you've been here a while. Yeah, I know. I know. I learned of it when I was born, and in, in, in my basically my teachings from my family. But outside of that, I, I Wavenium makes sense. I know there's different colors. I just don't remember exactly what they do. Well, maybe Alfred can tell you. Maybe. Julian, do not worry about this now. You you are free, but you do need to rest. She kind of nods. <clears throat> and she doesn't she doesn't lay on her side like she was trapped. She kind of backs away and almost like uh, like a cat laying down on the haunches rather their side. Just kind of, you see her front paws go out and then she slowly kind of sits her butt down and just is almost like the sphinx, just very stoic looking straight forward and kind of brings She's her... loafing? Yep. Brings oh her brings her wings down next to her and just kind of sits there like she's loafing. You know, speaking of cats, what happened to that cat that we had? <coughs> Remember that cat? Uh, it was with you in the woods I before the encounter with the goblin. Probably ran off. I assume. It may have. Oh, no. It's safer probably than in the town. Well, we'll we will look for... in this cave, too. Yeah. We'll or look for it again. So Could be with so. Alfred. Maybe. Alfred said he would not eat it, so. We've been down here for a while. I don't know what Alfred said he was going to do when he He left. went to go find your um, the arrow with the... That was 12 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might be getting concerned. Yeah, Alfred's just down here. You know, maybe. He's we'll short. <laughs> Let us leave Julian to, to rest. Julian, if you need anything, you can call out for any of us. Um, you have the door open, correct? Yes. Do, do you mind if I can at least get out of the cell first? I, I don't... You want to try? Is she big enough to squeeze the door? She's going to walk up to the door. <clears throat> and what you guys haven't noticed is there is a way, once you open it, there is what looks like a lock that goes down into the ground. And Puck uh. kind of walks over and clicks it, and it opens wide enough for them to be able for like a ten foot entrance, mm. basically. Mm. And so it does kind of it almost like accordion style folds in on itself as it opens, and she just kind of walks on all fours, just walks out, and then goes towards where the entrance is, where like I was saying in that uh, in the entrance it's like thirty feet before any cells start. She goes past everything, past all the people, past the guardian, and just lays in the front by the door sure. and just waits there. All right. <clears throat> well, since it's a three, was Puck still there? As Puck was doing the lock, mm -hmm. you see him start to shrink, and yeah. he goes back down. Uh, Puck, could you keep uh, Julian some company? She needs to rest, but just see if she there's anything that might come up that she needs. Yeah, of course. So he's going to walk down, and you see him. He starts a, a conversation with Julian, and they're kind of just quietly talking yeah. back and forth. But they're so we're kind of halfway kinda from 
all the things on that end and short at the other end, right? We're like mm-hmm. in the middle. Oh, Brock is going to run yes. back and grab Katie's pole of collapsing, like press the button. I, no, no, no. No, no, I was no. going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say, hey, Katie grabs her immovable rod. I mean, Brock you know, is so that, that'd be stealing so, hey, it by you know. Roll your G20. Oh, my God. Just, just let me know what you roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 19 bitches. Braca goes to hmm. grab Katie's... <laughs> Immovable rod, and Katie slaps him and takes it off. No, I'm no, kidding. I don't. <laughs> Brock is probably D four. He's just slowly walking back, Me? like oh, yeah, bludgeoning damage for slapping. Stop it. Agard is just standing there, looking at the two of them do I this, get, and just missing up. a brown. <laughs> oh my god! So, Katie. Yeah, I was already planning on grabbing it before leaving that area. Okay, so you click the button. You're able to. Get your immovable rod. It's now movable again. Yeah. Mobile. Just, what do I do? Do I just put it on my back? Just put it in the bag of holding. No. Who does you not can, trust Brock? You can, hey, not can, right can we, now. Can we, can we do a check this on how much stuff Katie can put hold on her back? <laughs> well, right now, right now on Katie's back, she has the immovable rod. She's carrying the axe. Yeah. And then she and has her her maces stars. on her side. Or the morning stars, yeah, yeah, on her side. She's real quick. Like fast because he's got a whole so much. Anyway, um, wow. So while we're all standing there, or everyone's standing there, um, I think while the three of us are alone, we should discuss what we should do next. My thoughts were we obviously need to get Julian up from the pit. Um, I assume the key to the axes unlock the door. And I would assume when the door was open, Puck said that the pit a, was that there's a portal or something like oh, that. Hang on, right? Roll a perception check real quick. Agar. Sure, Braca. And I give Braca the keys. I think my perception went up. Oh yeah, uh, twenty-four. You hear you hear footsteps approaching. <laughs> okay. What? Um, and as you kind of glance in that direction, you see Puck just kind of slowly walking towards oh. you, but like not like he's trying to sneak. He's just walking uh-huh. towards you. He's, Agar? Yes. Sorry to interrupt. Do you um do you have that good berry? I have uh, uh I have three left. Um I, I was gonna give one to Julian to try of course. to get her a little bit more of course. strength, if yes. that's if you guys don't mind. I know there's three and there's three of you. No no I, I have had breakfast this morning. I am good. Okay, you guys don't mind? No, of course not. Okay, thank you. And he just kinda turns and starts walking back. What was the color? Brown, ish. Was it brown? Yeah. Okay. No. Well, is it cappuccino? Then? It's not bad. Okay. Okay. Cool. But you don't know what it is. I would assume it's cappuccino. I don't drink cappuccino. Yeah. It's like it coffee. It tastes like coffee. I mean, it doesn't taste like my coffee, but all right. It tastes chocolatey. It- Toasted marshmallow. Oh, that's what it is. There you go. Okay. So nice. wow, that's good because it would have been stink bug. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. All right. Nope, it's definitely toasted marshmallow. Good. Thank you, Boon Boozled. What? what? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Bean Boozled. Did we ever walk to the other side to figure out what was on the other end? The end of the hallway? Yeah. That's the armory. Yeah, there's the armory and then the entrance. Yeah. Just one big hall. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's just a straight For hall. For some reason, I thought the armory was on the side. All right. So... 
I, I, we definitely need to get out of here. I just, I'm a little concerned that, didn't we hear that go off again? We did, but I assume when the door was opened, the pit was closed, and that's what we were able to stand on. So I assume if we can get the door open, it would close again? I, I don't know. We'll have to, Maybe. We'll have to figure that out. Um, but I think we got to do, so we want to help Julian get out. Yes. I believe we want to help Puck. Puck. Mm-hmm. Overthrow the clan of the Black Moon. Uh-huh. Nailed it. I what are we going to do about Chort? And what that do you other want, thing? What do you want to do? I have two problems. One, letting evil like that exist. Chort appears to be the type of being that, if he were to get out, would come after us for not letting him out. And he's just... He's just a, he just seems evil to his core. On the second hand, if we were able to kill him in a cell, that feels a lot like murder as opposed to death in combat. So I am not sure what to do. I would I would appreciate guidance from the two of you on how we should handle. It. You don't, you don't put the evil to exist. I mean, um, don't be concerned if it's a murder or not. If you don't want it to exist and you know it's evil. But if I use evil to destroy evil, do I not myself lean closer to evil? I am already not happy with the amount of killing I have done this last week. Well, Weighs heavy on me. Why don't we see if there's a way for us to close the door behind us? and then hopefully get out of the pit before the fire goes off and then that way we know that they're sealed down here I believe we'd be able to reset it the mechanism up top again the, maybe a similar way we were able to disengage the mechanism I, I do not know these things well it reset when we came in here. That's why the door was closing. That's why fire came through. But Puck said that there's a portal. Like, the door is a po- Like, it can be used as a <gasps> portal somehow. So... Oh, is that what he meant? Like, the blue light instead of... I think that's what he said. Blue oh. light. Interesting. Um, so we do not know where we are going. Then. Yeah, so there's no chance... There's no chance that we won't just end up in a random part in the woods or back up to where the trap is or in the middle of their camp where the hags are. Oh, no. So, it's a gamble. You must be prepared. <sighs> and if we're carrying an injured dragon with us... Oh, I think she I mean, can walk. Well, she's still injured. She's well, been locked yeah. up for who knows well, how long. So, we, she's, she's going to be baggage. We know what young dragons can do. I have seen what Alfred can do. A healthy young dragon. Healthy, yes. But we don't know that maybe she has some sort of I mean, abilities that we do not. I mean, situation, you know. Maybe, Katie, if you wanted to speak to Julian sure. to find out if she can... Katie, you have the, the your breath weapon. Yeah, my ice weapon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so maybe she has some sort of ability, or if we do go through a portal and we end up someplace hostile, then we just need to protect her as best we can. How far down are we again? Braca like calculated the distance, right? Like a hundred over a hundred feet. Yeah, it was it was closer to two hundred feet. Well, if we could it's unrealistic, but like dig out of here. 
I doubt we could, but that's the the best option to not get put right in the middle of an or just get put in a random spot. I feel this far down at some point we will hit solid rock. We are close to well, we're at the mouth of a cave in a mountain, so I'm afraid if we did find some dirt, I, I don't know. I, we could try. I, I don't. I don't. I think maybe we should try to open the door first and see. Maybe if, if maybe when we open it, there is not a portal. There is just an open door and an ascent that we have to make. We have to make. Mm. Because there is a portal, does not mean we have to walk through a portal. Did Did Puck say anything about knowing how the keys work for the portal? No. Well, I guess we could ask Julian. I think he said the hags walked up to the door and did something, and they disappeared through the door, or the blue light showed up, and they just disappeared. Or they could have even just cast some sort of spell, spell and and it's not the door itself. So Mm. we'll be down there. You said you're going to talk to Julian. You have the axe. You have the keys as well. Do you not? Uh, um, Well, I was trying to give them back to to Bracca. Oh, they're yours. No, they're not... (laughs) They're not mine. They're <sighs> just the keys. I, I have the keys. Agar, his head just dips down and just... <sighs> yes, well... What about the keys? See you with the actual keys or however, you know, you can get the... You know where we walked in and the mechanism we stepped on to close the door. Mm-hmm. Perhaps so the axe does something or the keys or... I, I do not know how these things work. The, I, I am the, sorry. The room that we were in that had the... um. <gasps> It had a rune. Yeah, there were runes. The there were floor. Runes. I think on the floor or on the walls. I'm pretty sure it was, I think like it was on a, the floor. I think it was thought. a big rune on yeah. the floor. Do we remember what it was, or does Braca rather? Did you did you draw it? Yeah, yeah. That was that was the rune I drew. Nice. I mean, yeah, he's got the runes drawn in his notebook. Yeah. Braca, did did you do you remember what it looked like? Braca's just gonna flip through his notebook. And um, just go to the page that has the sketch of the rune. Do I see one of them on the keys? None of those runes are on the keys, but it's in the similar style. Okay, so it's like the same like language or whatever. Hmm. Okay. Let me. I guess let me go down that direction mm-hmm. um, and see if maybe Julian or Puck knows any additional information that might help us. Okay, I think that is good. Maybe, like, Brock is just gonna, like, gesture towards the direction shorts, and maybe that one would know how we could get out. Well, I'm gonna go this way. Um, if y'all choose to go, or if you guys choose to go that way, I will meet you both uh, in, in um, a little bit. Sounds good. Thank you. And Katie will walk towards Puck and Julian. Okay. Do you have the sword on you? No, I left it in the... Okay. Or Agar left it in the uh, armory. Uh, Agar's going to kind of just sit down on the ground. As he does, you see him kind of adjust the armor. Like, this is still are you very o- new. Are you okay? I am okay. It, it It's very tight. <laughs> oh, I Too many good berries. Yes. Well, um, I will return shortly and let you all know any information I gather. Well, I I wanted to to speak to you briefly, if that's okay. Okay. Brock will go and like sit down in front of Agar. Okay. Uh, I really could use your advice on 
on short. I I understand getting rid of evil is what I think we would all like to do, but there's a difference between ending someone in a fight and you're worried about the righteousness of it. I again I am already at odds with myself with what I've done the last few days. I understand combat. What I did to those goblins was I think beyond that and I I fear what I felt when Alfred and I slaughtered those goblins. My point is I do not wish to go further down this path but again at the same time I feel important that we not allow evil to exist or he may live forever in this prison and you know we just do not know well I don't know if I'm the best person to ask about it because I mean I've been in a similar situation and I did something that I don't regret now Mm -hmm. but it wasn't something that was easy it involved a lot of a lot of death and I knew or I felt that it was the right thing to do to prevent further harm Hmm. sacrificing the few to save the many sort of thing and I had the mental fortitude to not let it go further than that so that's what you need to do if you know that this individual is evil which he is and if you don't want more to get hurt if he's already hurt people then you need to do what you in your heart think is right and have the mental strength to not let it weigh on you so heavily Mm. think think of it this way i'm not saying kill non-stop because that's what you think is right but if that's something you are pushed to do then i wouldn't i don't not great at giving advice I realize I wouldn't let it weigh so heavily on you that it prevents you from doing good in the world Mm. so this individual is evil you know that in your heart what do you wish to do your your mind is telling you one thing but your heart is telling you something else your logic is or your emotion is clouding your logic my strongest desire is to turn into dust and let's if you wish for that to happen don't let it go further than that. I got no satisfaction out of what I did. So don't let yourself have satisfaction from doing that if you want to. I'm not saying killing is good. Yes. But if you have to do it to protect people in the future or to protect the ones you love, mm-hmm. then, again, sacrifice the few to save the many. I understand. Just know that, I mean, I'm here. Mm-hmm. If if you need to talk in the future, Katie's here. Yes. We're all friends. We're allies. We're in this together. If something like this is weighing on you, you do not have to carry the burden alone. I do appreciate that. And he reaches out his hand to shake your hand. Brock will probably just like grab onto a finger <laughs> to, to, to shake Agard's hand. You are, or, or rather than that, he'll he'll give Agard a hug. He, oh. he won't he won't shake your hand. He'll give you a hug. Oh gosh, Katie. Did you hear that? No, what? Oh, oh gosh. Well, we're recording a podcast. But, you know, <laughs> Y'all are having a conversation See, privately. Do we? I understand, but 
you didn't hear what just it was a very heartfelt conversation no, no, no. i heard the conversation yeah. i held agar held his hand to give him a handshake mm-hmm. and he willingly gave agar a hug what <laughs> i mean there hasn't that's been, as good as two of these there hasn't been a, an emotional an situation coin. for me to give somebody guidance and give them a hug afterwards Pass. you were literally on my hey. shoulder hey, hey katie all the Our, time Heart light is so bright. I'll give you your heart light. <laughs> he he, it's he, a new he welcomes your, your your hug. He you you feel both of Agard's arms like uh, go around you. Like yeah. he's very much just don't kill me. Yeah. You yeah. are a good friend and he kind of like, you know You get a fur says it hug. loudly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am going to spend some time here alone if you would like to speak to short. <clears throat> um, but yeah, after that, um, Baraka will go down the hall to talk to Chort. Baraka's going to be looking up at the... Because there's runes above. Are there runes above each cell? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's, he's going to be looking up like at the runes. Okay. Are there... Are there for the mo- are the ones that are empty, are there like runes above those two? Or are there- yes. Okay. Okay. Is it like the deeper they go, are there more runes or is it just kind of random? The closer you get to the armory, the more runes okay. there are so above like, the doors. kind of like maximum security sort of thing then. Okay. Um, so Braca will walk over to Chort, Mr. Chort, um, and just kind of sit there and wait for Chort to notice him. This is where we're going to end this week's episode as Braca sits down in front of Chort's cell and waits for Chort to notice him. Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for joining Cocked, a real play RPG podcast, as we explore the homebrewed lands of Manassas. Everyone involved with this production is very appreciative of the love and support we have received from the listeners and fans. The feedback we have received has been overwhelmingly positive and encourages us to keep expanding and making new content. In the next couple months, we have some exciting new things happening. Stay up to date with all of our extracurricular activities by following us on Instagram. The links for our show and cast are in the episode description. For example, this month we will be recording content for a new one-shot and releasing some prequel episodes to our Patreon subscribers. We apologize in advance for the poor audio quality with the prequel episodes as this was taken before we upgraded our audio equipment. It does make a huge difference. And, as always, tune in next week to see what sort of deal Chort offers to Brock. Oh, I know. That's what I was saying. Loosen it to get it at the uh, right level. Then, oh, sorry. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so I just, sorry. I just looked like, <laughs> No, it wasn't oh, even that. Sorry. I opened my mouth to say something, and it was just, it was. I got wow. a, a sneak attack by a burp. I mean, it was effective. Ooh, that's 2d6 to my screen. Jesus. <laughs> you guys were able to... Uh, oh my gosh, you started this. <laughs> what is I was, happening? I was mid-sentence, and it just like I know. rose from the They're depths. Sneaky, that was... <laughs> Holy crap. It's Can we the... stop throwing up on, <laughs> on the set? <laughs> it's the barometric pressure outside. Oh my lord. Oh my I don't know what just took place. So. Science. <clears throat>